Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. We're back, we're black, we're bra- Ambition, 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 ambition. My neck. Man just in here with this yellow on, giving, serving. Okay, yellow. <laughs> that's what I said. So y'all didn't hear, but as soon as Mandy came on, I said, okay, yellow. You know, that's that's yeah. black speak for like, we see you look fabulous. You know, yes. or be like, okay, curls. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, oops. <laughs> So sidebar before I forget, because you know how my memory is. So I was mm. in Washington, D.C. this weekend yes. to launch the new book, Made Whole. Um, and so it was awesome. And I'll talk a little bit about like, you know, like the event. But mm. I was at the monument. I took the kids, Roman and Amelia, with, with me. My two sisters, Tracy and Carol, came. Mm. And we took them to this monument. And this woman looked at me and was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay. She was like, oh, my <laughs> And then her boyfriend was, you could tell, he said, who is it? He was like, she's like, you know that podcast that I'm always listening to? Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, really? I know. Yes. And she was like, wild. yes. And she was like, this is her. Well, one of her. <laughs> you know, so she was so excited. I love, and the way he looked like, oh, yeah. Like almost like that daggone podcast that she's mm-hmm. on. But I just love that. I was like, wait till I tell Mandy. And even at huh. the event. So I partnered with Mahogany Books, which is this Black-owned bookstore. Oh, my husband and wife, they have three locations. Amazing. Ramunda and her husband are totally amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was like over 150 people came, standing room only at one point. They had a DJ. It was just a good Black time. Yes. Um, and um, so what I loved is everyone who stood up, you know, they'd be like, you know, like to ask a question. I would say a good 80% of them were like, Tiffany, I love all that you do. You know, I love the, um, you know, I love the budgetista. I, we all love Brown Ambition. And to see everybody's heads like, I was like, oh my God. It's like, we all, <laughs> literally it was like, mm-hmm. and I want to say Aww. it because we took only like five or six questions. Four people were just like, and we love Brown Ambition. And like, Aww. say hi to Mandy. I know you don't hug, but it just, yeah, it just felt really, really, really <laughs> like great. Cause sometimes like, you know, me and Mandy always say it. Like I always forget sometimes I'm just like I'm just here talking to my friend Mandy yeah and so I forget that you guys are also listening and participating you know in this like you know so it's just I love to see it like out in the wild because you know Mandy and I will talk I'm like all right girl wait did we say it on on air wait (laughs) (laughs) we were just talking like like we talked for an hour twice this weekend (laughs) yeah exactly could have had two shows in the can (laughs) for real and it was really and even before we were myself Mandy and our producer Imani were just talking about how um, this season is really hard. Like everyone is so stressed out. They're all having the exact same thought, which is, yes, where's mom? <laughs> where's, <laughs> where's the grown up? 
And I hate to proliferate the pressure on moms, but we, the way we carry women in general, the holiday season, and you don't realize that as a kid. Yes. I didn't know what was coming for me as a woman. I just was excited about like, girl, Thanksgiving, yeah. however that dinner gets to the table, not my problem. <laughs> and at Christmas, however, all my toys get under the tree again, yeah. not my problem. <laughs> I just wrote my little list and leave it and then and walk and to school and get my A's. I mean, that's it. I mean, <laughs> and so we, I was just talking with Imani and, Man- and Mandy just about how, like right now, this morning, I was just felt really overwhelmed today. You know, the well, while you're listening to this BA fam, it will be the day after the book came out. Um, officially, but um, that I feel a little overwhelmed that I want to make sure I'm really consciously doing more being versus doing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the life that I'm working toward is like, I, I don't want to have to always be in motion or, you know, like sometimes it's, I just want to be like in one spot listening to a book or taking a walk or, and I feel like this last quarter has been very, very, very busy. And, and you I want to be single tasking. Yeah, not just all the things. And so, yeah. and I was telling Imani in particular, I was like, yo, you start to realize as you get older that like when you were in school, they created breaks for you. There was mm-hmm. summer break, winter break, holiday break, you know, spring break. Um, there were weekends, you know, and as an adult, if you're not careful, you'll, you will forget that those breaks were created externally and that you have to on purpose create breaks for yourself now if not you will just work all the way through and i've done that mm-hmm. like no stop work all the way through all the way through the all summertime yeah. august is the month where i'm just like but why are we here yeah. france doesn't <laughs> I'm like, start thinking about france. <laughs> you know yeah. it's so, also like, december in, uh, intentionally taking not. breaks is something that like as an adult you're like wait i i have to do it if not I will just keep going until like my body says, lay down, you know, so. And take a break for yourself too. It doesn't have to be for a big family vacation. You know, the other day when I was, I was really in a, in a a spot of overwhelm and I called my mommy because as you do, and I'm so (laughs) grateful that I can, I know some of us, a lot of people out there don't have, whether you're not, you don't, and this is the holidays. So it's like, whether or not you have a good relationship with your family, it all comes up. And if they're not no longer here, like, how do you mm-hmm. move on without them? And so I just want to hold space for everyone who's dealing with that. But I, I did, I'm fortunate to have my mommy still here. So I called her and we were both just trying to figure out what I could do to like chill out. And it was like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. And she said, you know what? Go take a bubble bath right now. Aww. Go take a bath. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a great idea. And I took a bath in the middle of the day and I did a little meditation, like a mm. five minute calming meditation and just floated. And it was, I mean, I had to clean the bathtub first because my son bathes in there and I know where he's been. <laughs> so it was a little bit of work to start. But um, yeah, even just that like little half hour, you know, mm. it really reset me. So to anyone who's feeling that sense of overwhelm, what's like, what's the one thing you can do just to like reset? Yeah. Where's your safe space? Walk. For me, I love a long, hot shower. I have like a bench mm-hmm. in my shower. Sometimes I'll just sit there and be like, ah, rain down <laughs> on me. <laughs> All right. I to the water bills at y'all's house. Well, I mean, it's I know it's not so great for the environment. I know sometimes I'm like, sorry, you're probably, but I need it. Water is healing. It is. It Honestly, truly is. Even the sound it, of it. 
Mm-hmm. So sitting in a nice steamy shower, you know, I had the, the my sister, I told she's we're the same. And she was like, I'm really overwhelmed, too. And I was like, well, I took a bath. She's like, bitch, do you know how much work it is to take a bath? You got to shower first because you don't want to sit in your own funk, which I had to do, too. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I did all that. And then I had it like, you know, it's, yes. it's sometimes if it's work to do the thing, maybe don't do that thing. Yeah. Um, but something even sitting in my car and just driving yeah. to a pretty place. Yes, I love that's one of my favorite things too. Is that because I live by a park, and I thought mm-hmm. about that today. I was like, maybe I should just drive to the park or walk to the park and sit on the bench and just like because the trees are still, you know, largely they've lost a lot of their, you know, pretty yeah. leaves that have changed colors, but there are still some trees that are just magnificent. And you know, I love to listen to like a, a book or like music. There's a song that I I saw it on this guy's uh, YouTube. He's a um, um, not, is he a neurologist? What's another brain doctor? A neurologist not, is a brain doctor. No, neuro certain. Yeah, he's a neurologist. I thought I was going to say neurosurgeon, but he's not a neurosurgeon. He's not a. Uh, but so he's a neurologist, and he shared okay. um, this a specific song that they um, have done this research and study about that helped to bring helps to bring down anxiety. It's called, and I'm not going to lie, it's been working. So when I wake up in the morning, so um, after Jarrell passed away. Dr. Green, my therapist, I was like, I woke up, I used to wake up with so much anxiety and she suggested um, me listening to um, Beethoven. There was like some music, like no, mm-hmm. no words, just like classical music. And that mm-hmm. really helped a lot first thing in the morning to not start with so much jarring energy. Mm-hmm. And so I saw this neuro, this neurologist say that there's a specific song that they've done research on and that it creates a similar kind of like um, slowing down, you know, um, and so let me tell you the name of it. It's called Weightless, but I want to I want to tell you um, who it's by. Um, my library playlist songs, Weightless by. Wait, okay, by um, um, Marconi Union. So it's called okay. Weightless by Marconi Marconi Union. So literally, I put it on, I put it on repeat. And so I have certain things that I do in the morning, you know, to get up, I make my bed, I brush my teeth. So all while I'm doing these things in the morning, I used to sometimes, let me just check my email real quick and then the rabbit down the rabbit hole you go. Mm-hmm. And so I will play this because I would say 80% of the time I, I start my day with a walk. So I will play this until I get outside walking. So it's like, it helps me to focus on, no, 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 we're opening the windows, we're getting up, we're brushing mm-hmm. teeth, we're making bed, we're not doing any work things. Until you get outside, because once I get outside for the walk, then the walk and the nature takes over. And then I can like, you know, and so like, you know, that's just something to think about. Like, but yeah, Weightless by Marconi Union, you know, it's not me. It's, you know, you're not going to be jamming to it. Yeah. It's like this this morning we're having like parallel moments, I think, because this morning I was, that's when we talked on Friday when I was doing a milk drop. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. On the way to... I was like, I'm superwoman. I'm gonna my. I'm dropping Remy off with mother-in-law who lives uh, 30 minutes away, and I do the back and forth commute after I drop off Rio, and um, it is very helpful, but it's also very challenging because she lives in a very congested area in Manhattan called Inwood, and my God, the exit exit nine. If you know what I'm talking about, an 87 <laughs> is just a cluster. You know what. And most days I can go to the sunken place where I live sometimes when the kids are crying and when I'm on that particular exit on the highway and I just need to breathe. But yeah, uh, today was super stressful and I was taking, 
again, taking my son, taking Remy to Abuela's. But this time, because of what happened Friday, so I had mm. to get up. He spent the night for the first time ever. That was the mm. first little piece of stress. I had to get chapter one of my book done. The second chapter one. Yeah, I, I did it over again. <laughs> and um, and anyway, so he stayed over, but she ran out of milk at 3 a.m. And I've been exclusively breastfeeding, which I did for Rio. But I realized, mm-hmm. like, it was the pandemic. We were never not with each other. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that. It was nothing, you know. This is very something. Mm-hmm. And so today I brought formula with him. Um, and I was like... You know, I was going to, I knew I was walking into like having to explain to Abuela, like, here's the formula, here's why. Luckily, she was supportive because sometimes, you know, now yeah. it's like flipped. Now you get shamed for not breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I can't, I can't, I, I can't be driving, you know, 30 minutes each way just to drop off a baggie of milk. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the way home, I, tr- I, I just, I could, I, I, on my little hands-free thing, I was like, play calming music, please. Just something. Mm. And it was, you know, it was sounded like the background music. If you ever do like a, a med- meditation app. Mm-hmm. That's what it and sounds it was, like. Weightless sounds like that. Now you don't want to fall asleep. So I don't recommend it on the highway, <laughs> but I drive a car. I drive a Tezzy and wow. I know we don't like you know who, but I love <laughs> this car, y'all. My God. Okay, so there's an auto driving feature. I literally mm-hmm. and it's and I turned on the Rainbow Road feature, so I just like tap the little the little gear shifter thingy, majigger twice, and then the Rainbow Road comes on and the car is driving for me. And okay. I just have my hands right here. And yes, I'm paying attention and mm-hmm. ten and two and all that, and I'm holding on. But a little piece of my brain can kind it's of float, yes, because the car is sort of taking over for me um, in that small way. So I that was the best I could do today to get no, to get back I, to centered. So it's good to talk about these things because sometimes we think that we're like alone in the overwhelm or the overwork or the whatever. And it's just nice to know that you're not and that we are all living kind of like these parallel lives. And then here's some solutions, you know, that if you found a thing. So I like. you know what I realized, too, if you're listening to Brown Ambition, I hope that you're doing something because usually people listen like in the car or maybe while you're taking a walk. I hope that right now, like I I hope Brown Ambition can be, you know, if that helps you can be a companion to your. Yes. We'd love to be your companion. Saw moment. Yes. Tis the season for all the things. Things. Yes, absolutely. My therapist told me I need to start a, and I actually did. I started a Trello board for my ideas. Because mm. when I tell you I am my own worst enemy, it's my creativity. Because mm. I'll be like, what if I totally <laughs> could? Yeah, I could do a lot of things. Like I'm sitting in the middle of one of my wild ideas, which does to redo the basement for Rio's birthday, which is six days. And I have all the things kind of laying here and I'm just like, you think I can get a task rabbit on Thanksgiving? Yeah, probably not Thanksgiving, but week. <laughs> like I don't know, but it's you know one of anyway. So I'm trying to find a safe space, like a, a not a safe space, a place to put my ideas before they become a thing that destroys me, and I back myself into corners with all my ideas, Tiffany. Um, and that's actually been nice. I, I started it and I have like a little, I won't tell you all my crazy ideas. Well, one of them was to run a 10 K and have my, my sister friend neighbor train me, which I started to do. And before I realized I can't commit mm. to training okay. for, for honestly, it's right okay. Now. You're also to, you just had the baby. You are working on the book. 
And so even if just mm-hmm. saying like, you know, you're going to move your body and walk and, but I, not to, not to jump shark, but I would love for you to put on your journalist hat. Okay. And, you know, cause today it is never comes made, off. <laughs> well, today is made whole like launch day. So <laughs> I <laughs> so I would love like, so we're going to end this episode actually made whole. Let's make, let's, let's, let's name it that. Um, and yes. so I would love for you if I was a guest on the show. <clears throat> Hi, oh, Tiffany, okay. you know, just to interview me. So the girlies can learn more about the book that's Excellent. coming out and where they can get it. Let me get my book in front she of She gave me no notice. She didn't tell me I was working today, you guys. <laughs> I don't usually work during Brown Ambition, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> no, it said on today is book episode. That's what it said at our own. Where's my, where's my free press copy? I know. You know what? I totally forgot. Where's my advanced reader? I was like, what? Why did I send you? Duh. I totally can a girl get a galley? <laughs> I got your damn first book right behind me. Free promo. Anyway, with my hair's blocking it. That's fine. No, it's fine because I, I know a little bit about Made Whole. Yes. Well, the first thing I want to ask you, well, first, congratulations, because Thank to get so immediately, like the only person I know who got a workbook after the book was Michelle Obama. They were like, do a workbook. Um, so I and I know that workbooks are becoming more popular, but it's like yeah. a companion to yes. a book that resonates. Yes. And so first congrats thank you um and second what did they tell you did they what is the workbook like what Mm -hmm. is it and then what was your approach to creating it and making it your own to go with get good with money so almost immediately they wanted me to do like a workbook you know um but you know Gerald had passed away and i was just like i'm not doing anything leave me alone um Mm. but i realized that there were people who might have read get good money who might have felt a little overwhelmed because it's really like a textbook, you know, mm-hmm. like um, I like to think of Geek of Money, like kind of like, um, yeah, just like kind of like if I'm dating myself, this encyclopedia for like the core components of your financial life, budgeting, mm-hmm. savings, debt, credit, earning, investing, insurance, financial team, net worth, estate planning. Those are the 10 steps to financial wholeness. But then I knew that there were people who were like, I wanted something that feels lighter where I can kind of get to the work more quickly. And so that to me is the purpose of a workbook. You know, like I read, like one of my favorite books is called like the 12, um, the 12 week year. So it's this great book. And I was like, basically it was a book that helped to reset the way I thought about getting things done, helped to get me excited about like, Oh, I, what I could normally get done in a year, I can get done in 12 weeks. But then I got the workbook because I'm like, now I'm ready to do the work. Like walk oh, okay. me through the actual steps. Although I, in Gicker of Money, I was pretty good at doing that. But with Made Whole, I was like, here are the steps to do the work that I'm talking about. Not just here are the steps in word form. Here's what it looks like visually. Like say if it was a budgeting step, I show you someone's actual budget. You know, mm-hmm. like here's what it looks like when properly done. And then immediately, which is important, here's a blank space for you to do the work right after learning about it. So you can write in this thing. Yes. It's Ooh, a hardcover workbook. Yes. So that oh, was important okay. to me. Yeah. And also it was important to me that it was a hardcover workbook and that it was yeah. wider because I, I wanted to have like, so if you're watching on yeah, YouTube, you can see, see it. it. So, I, so here it is. Like, so here, I'll show you the difference. So this is like, I don't, money. I don't have a copy yet. Just oh to God. reiterate that. I'm going to send you. I can't even forgot. Get kind of one. <laughs> but yeah, that looks nice for people who have one. <laughs> so this is get good money. And then this is made holes. See, made holes a little wider. 
Yeah. And because it's meant to lighten a little bit thinner, a little skinnier. She a little slim. This is thick, uh-huh. thick sis right here. But also, yeah. too, I wanted it that wider because I wanted when you opened it, like you could, you know, because I'm like, I use workbooks. So you should be able to open it, lay it flat and do the work. Oh, yeah. Lay it flat. And it just, yes. it just relaxes on yes. each side. <laughs> and so it was important to me that, you know, it was like, read the step and the steps are a little bit more, um, you know, a more concise than a gecko with money. But then look at it visually and then here's a chance to do the step. So that was really important. So that's one of the ways that it's different. Something else, too, that I integrated into um, uh, Made Whole is that I know that as an educator, I know that sometimes people get really overwhelmed. You know, it's like, oh, this is, you know, maybe this chapter is 10, 15 pages. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm not doing all this. So and the some of the chapters where it made sense, I added something called a quick start which is if you don't do any of these. So for example, with um, the budgeting chapter, I have a whole budgeting system and you might not feel ready to quite do it. So I'm like, even if you don't do the whole budgeting system, here is a split it before you get it step where Mm. if you don't do your budget, if you just go to HR and ask them to split your money into these four, four bank accounts, your bills account, um, your spending accounts, these are two checking accounts, and the other two are savings accounts, your short-term savings or emergency savings and long-term savings account um, or goal savings account, right? So bills, spending, emergencies, goals, right? If you split your money there, then even if you don't do a budget, it will help you to budget without budgeting because ideally you can have your bills paid automatically or you can pay them every two weeks or whatever yourself. You don't have a, a debit card attached to that um, that checking account. You can literally call and get it detached. So when you're out spending with the money that's left in your, your checking account for spending, you know you're not spending bill money. You're not spending any of your savings. It's just money set aside for groceries, going out, grooming, toiletries, whatever it is that you're setting aside that money for. And your savings is at a totally different bank. So that way you don't have these easy transfers, you know, um, yeah. and also too, you want a high yield savings account, which is typically found with an online only bank anyway. And that money is set aside in a way. And you know that automatically you're setting aside money for savings for emergencies and savings for whatever goal you have, a house, a car, whatever. And so that is a way that's like a, a simple sample of a quick start. That's like, like my bare minimum budgeting, which I've yes, always done. Yes, bare minimum. Yes, I love that. Never it's like been you, a if you don't do nothing budget, else, still here's a quick start that you can do <laughs> by making a phone call to HR. So there are quick starts throughout Made Whole, that which is different from Gecko and Money. Um, if they're like a, you know, we love a checklist. They're just feeling yes. like you've like done something. It does. Is there any sort of feeling of, okay, I've ticked off this box. You know, absolutely. So another thing that we that because every so there are 10 steps in this book. And at the end of each of the steps, you you I let you know visually and also just like congratulate you you, that you're now 20 percent whole. You're now 30 mm. percent whole. You're now. So it's like each step you get to accumulate until you get to the last step of state planning and you're 100 percent whole. So people are like, mm. Woo-hoo. so you get that feeling of like I am making movement um, forward. But there are checklists in here for you, too. There are things for you to fill out. I have um, duplicates for free um, on the website madewholeworkbook.com. So if you fill it out here and you're like, I want to do that again, you can get a duplicate of anything that's found in the book for free. Oh, nice. Like yeah, print so it out you, or like mm-hmm, a PDF. Like whether you, yeah, whether you pay for it or not. So let's just say you go to Made Whole Workbook. You can still download the toolkit and get all of like the... Um, you know, the tools and things um, uh, for free. So, cause I know people, you know, you write in the book and you're like, wait, 
I want to do it again. You don't have to buy a whole new book. You could just get, get those components. And lastly, something that I'm really proud of too is that after people read Get With Money, I thought to myself, I want you to be encouraged by other people's success. So I asked folks with these 10 steps to financial wholeness, I, I put like um, an, an, an ask out to my community. Can you tell me some really like heartwarming stories about what are these steps and how you were able to complete it? And so we put those um, in real life stories, IRL stories inside the chapter for each chapter. There's one or two of them. So you get mm. to read about Wendy, who was actually able to pay down debt for the first time. You get to read about Tamika, who was able to buy something. You get to, you know, like, so as you're working toward it, you don't feel like these are like steps that can't happen. These are real people who were helped by um, by these 10 steps. And so you can be too. So I'm just proud of um, Made Whole. And yeah, I just think it's going to help a lot of people just like get good with money. And if you're the kind of person who've read the book and you're like, I did it. And then you put it down and it maybe felt like, you know, to go back and read hundreds of words or hundreds of pages again, mm -hmm. feels like a lot, but this feels like, okay, now you've sort of understood the methods. Now let's, it's like a personal trainer alongside yes. you, yes, kind of like helping you through and getting you there. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite wholeness step? Has it changed um, since you wrote see. the book to now? I mean, you know, I love me a good budget. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, it's always the hardest one for me because you know what the budget is? Confronting mm. facts and math and numbers. And I think, and also if you're in a relationship, if you're with a partner, yeah. it's not that you can't do it alone. So it, you know, it, it sounds so simple and it is like the first. And I think obviously you're the budgetista. So you know about teaching people budgets, but for me, it's always been the more challenging thing to sit down and get on the same page and put everything out in in place. It can be look it's at a it. struggle, um, but I, what I like about a budget, I guess, is that it tells me the truth about where I am and gives me like um, it gives me clarity about what I need to get to where I want to go to. If that makes sense, I would mm. say I don't know if I have a favorite, but certainly the most impactful for me when I wrote this book um, is the leaving a legacy, that last part, because if I'm being mm. all the way transparent, when Get Good With Money came out, I was 90% financially whole. I had done all the steps, but I had not finished my will. You know, Jarrell was here that the year that this came out is a year that he passed away on Get Good With Money. And so we mm. had not finished our will. And a week before he passed away, we were like starting to work on it again. And then he passed and I was like, I need to get my my legacy and then my estate planning in place. And so I did. So I have my will, my trust is, is complete as well. And my beneficiaries are updated because really estate planning, those are the three things, beneficiaries, like whose name are on the accounts. Beneficiaries trump everything. I don't care what you have in your will or what you say in your trust. Like if the beneficiary is not that same name, it's going to go to the beneficiary lined up. Like, you know, mm -hmm. on your bank account or your life insurance policies or anything else. Um, my will, um, beneficiaries are like the easiest thing to update. Sometimes you could just update online. Sometimes they'll send you some paperwork that you could sign um, digitally. And sometimes they do want like a, what they call a wet signature, which is just you signing it and then you mailing Ew. it back. What a gross I know. expression. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> right? And then a, a will. If it's a trust, is mm -hmm. it easy to just add that online too? Do you just put the name of the trust? No. So oh, okay. uh, beneficiaries are the easiest thing to do. Like people, then, names. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just like like when I was like, if you, you might be like, well, I don't have no stuff. No, if you're 21 years old, you have a bank account. 
your bank account likely will have like a beneficiaries component to it. Mm -hmm. And so you just like, for me, it was always my mom, my mom, my mom, until like I got a little older, you know? Um, Mm. But you want to make sure that's updated. You know, it's it's like morbidly funny, but me and Jarrell started working with Anjali, our our financial advisor. The beneficiaries and all of his stuff was um, Shantae, Alyssa's mom, because that's the last time he looked at it because they were together. And so, and I remember telling him, I was like, ooh, babe, you're so glad. That, I'm so glad we updated this now because if you would have passed away and she was on, I would have to wake you up and kill you. And I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like morbidly, but I'm like, mm-hmm. that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have been okay financially either way, but it would have been really awkward, you know? To deal um, with that on top of everything I else, mean, the yeah. Grief. And so like, and I wouldn't mm. have found out until then. So I just, so... So the beneficiaries, like easiest, do that. Then your will is not, I wish I would have known that the will wasn't as hard as we thought because the will really is like a template that you could just edit. And so when I did my will, it was in less than a day, it was done. I'm like, I didn't know. I wish I hadn't waited so long because he and I thought we'd have to start from scratch. No, like your attorney will likely have a template and then you just add things on verbally. They put it in the will, then you sign it the next day. So it was like literally like a 24 hour process. Um, a will, the difference between a will and a trust is that a will tells your family like what's going to happen to your stuff immediately after you pass away and about six months out. That's what a will kind of dictates. And then lastly, mm-hmm. a trust does take time. A trust might take up to a year or so because there are these all these different components. And a trust is really for people who have a net worth of um, $500,000 or more. Um, typically around that, that range, because typically, or if maybe you have a complicated financial life because a trust will help you to circumvent maybe some, some, um, taxes, the people who are inheriting your things, because essentially a trust is like creating a company, a family company now that owns all the stuff. So when I'm no longer here, my family is actually not going to inherit my stuff because we're already owning all of that stuff via the trust, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So inheritance tax is what, like, I mean, and I think California is like up to 50%, which is crazy. So you find somebody, grandma bought her house for $50,000. It's now worth 400, 500, 600, a million dollars. She passes it on to grandbaby. And the, the government says, well, you have to pay 30, 40% tax on this. You don't have $300,000 cash. So what do you have to do? You got to sell grandma's house to get the money, which sucks. But mm-hmm. if that, if that, if that house is in a trust, grandma owns the, the trust owns the house and you guys are all beneficiaries of this trust already. So you're not going to be inheriting that house. It's just staying in the trust where it already was, if that makes sense. And so a trust helps that way. And also a trust helps to dictate years into the future what you want to happen with your stuff. So for example, if something happens to me, um, like for all the minors in my family, and Lisa included, and like um, Roman, Amelia, Lily, and any new baby that my sisters have, I will, if something happens to me, they will get money at age 18 if they're going to college. If not, they'll get a pay at 21, then 25, and then 30. You know, like mm-hmm. whatever that is that I've set aside for them. You know, and so that way, so a trust, a will doesn't allow you to do that. A trust allows you to reach into the future years into the future. So that chapter, I, truthfully, I didn't realize how much I didn't know, even after writing the book, because that part of the chapter, I work with my financial, um, my attorney, Tony, she helped me with that chapter. Like I researched all the chapters that were my expertise, but even still hearing her say the words is different than living it. 
you know? And so having to live it post Jarrell passing away, I was like, so with made whole, I was able to be like, no, like this is what that means. You know, like Mm. I did not know until Jarrell passed away that you could put more than one person as a primary to a specific thing. So if you have a bank account and you've got four sisters, it's not that you have to say this one sister is a primary, everybody else is secondary. Because primary means that this person will inherit the money. Um, and then and if that person's not there, then it goes to the to the secondary. And I think that um, a lot of people might think that, but you can actually say, here are the four primaries split, te- like in, in, you can either split it directly in like, you know, 25, 25, 25, 25, or you can say 10% here, 90% here. So you can literally split up. And I didn't realize that. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Um, and also too, considering that if you have a minor child, how you want to leave them the money? Because um, to be candid, Alyssa is, um, when she turns 18, she's going to come into a lot of money. So, because when you're 18, when you're a minor and you're left money via life insurance, oftentimes the state will hold it for them and trust for them because they're like, they won't give it to the living parent because they know sometimes, oftentimes that money gets tricked up. So Mm -hmm. they'll hold it. But when they turn 18 or 21, depending on the state, all that money now goes to that child. That's a lot potentially. So, Mm -hmm. but if we would have known, like Jerome and I didn't fully get it, we would have known, we would have, instead of having the life insurance policy being, being, sent to myself or Alyssa or whoever, it would have gone to the trust instead. And the trust would have said, the life ins- the trust is the beneficiary of the life insurance policy. And so when the money comes out, it will go into the trust and it will pay for school for Alyssa. Then she'll get her first pay like money for maybe her first house or a wedding or, um, you know, when she turns 25 and again at 35 and then you see what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. knowing that versus here you are 18 years old, here you go. You know what I mean? And so like, these are things that I didn't really understand. So I would say that's why that chapter is so critically important. Cause I think so few people really talk about estate planning in a way they are like, Oh, so I really beefed up my, that chapter with my, um, lived experience. And, and so I'm really proud of it. Even, like, you know, when I was reading the chapter, like, I'm the in real life story of the, mm. yeah, because yeah. you're right, because you wrote the first book yeah. before he passed away. Yeah. And you're in this, yeah, that, I mean, I didn't put two and two together because I'm a little slow. No, um, no. So it's just like, was, you know, go ahead, while sorry. you were speaking, though, I went to madewholeworkbook.com <laughs> and I was looking at the toolkit and like the resources and, mm-hmm. I think everyone listening just go because if anything, it's a great list of, you know, y'all are always asking for where you know get a final financial planner and where yes. do you guys like to invest and I'll endo- I'll co endorse this. We can call it the Brown Ambition list too. <laughs> Tiffany did all the research, y'all. It's right here. Um, and there's even a place trustandwill.org. I hadn't heard of that mm-hmm. um, to start with. Okay, but my I I caught um, learn to earn, which yes. is you know one of my favorite things because to avoid (laughs) all the budgeting, I just like to make more money. (laughs) But can you talk a little bit about that and what people can expect from that part of the workbook? So, yeah, because you can't save your way to wealth. Mm -mm. Like the thing is, so 
The first half of the book are the first five steps to financial wholeness, budgeting, savings, debt, credit, learn to earn. That's a critical foundational component to financial wholeness because you have to make more money. So in it, I actually lean into our girl, Mandra. Mm-hmm. I shout you out. Hey. Yes. Because oh, I, t- I wouldn't know that if I had one of those books there. <laughs> you see, Mandra's going to shave you the whole time. Right. And so in okay. it, I talk about ways to one, make more money at work. Mm-hmm. And also, too, how to negotiate. Like, so one of the ways is to ne- how to negotiate. So I was like, oh, Mandy, I want to, I'm going to quote you in the book. Like here, there's like a whole, like Mandy sent me like a bunch of steps of like, of steps to negotiating. And I was like, oh, great. I was like, from Mandy Brown Ambition and Mandy Moneymakers, um, here are some steps to negotiating. And that's how like I am, I can put, I put that part in the book to really walk you through how do you negotiate for more money for yourself at your current job? And if not that, then how do you then look for another job that might pay more? Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the ways, because one of the best ways to make more money is where you currently are, if it's available to you, yeah. you know, so many people have not tapped into that. Um, and then I also talk about how to make more money outside of your job. If you're wanting to create income through like a side hustle or whatever that might look like a side business. And so those are the two components that I really lean into of making additional money because the truth of the matter is, especially when you're young, this, these are really your income earning years. So how can you be really smart about beefing that up? So that way you could get to a part where you might be like, I'm not young. And I'm like, if you're listening, you are, even if you're <laughs> 70, you're still 70 years young because you're here, you know? And so if you're wanting to make more money, um, you know, but it's not just for making more money. I hope you understand that one of the purposes of making more money is to sure enjoy some now, but to set aside some so you don't have to continue to work, you yeah. know? Yeah. And go in hard yes. on those early years. I'll never yes. work as hard as I did at 20. <laughs> yes. Like, I think about that it's now. just all the free time and the mental capacity I have. Yes. My goodness. And don't think to yourself if you're like yeah. 40s or 50s or 60s, like, oh, is it too late? No, it's mm-hmm. not. Now, it might you might have to put in that work for the next five, six years, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of offset. Um, I know I did. I didn't really start really cooking with grease until my like mid 30s. Uh, but if you are younger, now is the time. A young woman asked me that. Like I am, I had the... Um, the book launch at um, with Mahogany Books that I mentioned earlier, awesome Black-owned bookstore. Certainly, you can purchase copies of Made Whole directly from Mahogany Books. Um, it's literally mahoganybooks.com. They were amazing, um, the owners there. Um, and so one of the women asked, one young woman asked, she was 27 years old, and she was like, what should I be thinking about now? I was like, besides the basics of like keeping your credit good, keeping your debt low, learning how to, you know, budget and save. I said, you need to be working to mm-hmm. like, to earn more and not earn so, more so you can buy more stuff. So you can set aside, you know, to certainly enjoy, but set aside enough. So that way, as you start to wind down, the energy winds down your capacity, your time that you, you the money is working for you, you know, yeah. so. Absolutely. Time's on your side. Oh, the yes. tender age of 27. Oof, child. Okay. Well, since we're in the holiday season, we talked about that. Made Whole is out now. Yes. I am a mom. Did you know that? I Hi, I'm Mandy. I have a couple kids. Like, whatever. <laughs> and I got to say, I'm usually not that bad about holiday shopping. Like, my mm-hmm. sisters and my, my, my siblings, like, we do 
um, white elephant or secret Santa. This year we're going back to just buying each other gifts or whatever. But I'm usually not that caught up in Black Friday and caught up mm. and I haven't ever been. But now I got the cheering. And when I tell you, I saved, I, like, I caught myself, I was saving the Target catalog because they send you stuff in the mail now. And they I'm do. like, oh, they, they, it's like the mail is the original algorithm, you know, like they yes. serve you the content. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but how did you guys know? I was just thinking about Lakeshore Learning and what I, you know, like the Melissa and Doug collection mm-hmm. there. Melissa and Doug is sending me flyers. Gotta have it. It's like everything is so cute. Da-da-da. Plus Rio's birthday is coming up. Mm. Oh, my goodness. It feels like I'm about to blow up my budget th- that I don't even have. Like, how? stop me. How do I? How do you stop us from going what? out of control? Because it feels good. The it endorphins does. are endorphining when I buy well, for my children. <laughs> One of the things that really is helpful whenever I'm doing something that I know is going to require, like, you know, more money than what's, what's normally for my budget, I like to set it aside in a bank account. So like if you have a savings account, sometimes, you know, like some savings accounts have like the little it's the same account, but they'll let you like put it into like a little bucket within the savings yeah. account, you know, or you could just go ahead and open another savings account. It's free, you know, um, you know, or, you know, I like to place it somewhere because I like to see the money go down. You know what I mean? So what I'll oh, do okay. is so, for example, I am renovating. I had a specific budget in mind to renovate and I put it in a. I had a specific savings account that really didn't have much money in it. So I was like, okay, you are now renovation bucket. And so I put the money in there that I was going to do for renovating in this high yield savings account. And I, even if I buy things, so for example, I'm purchasing a lot of the things for the new condo on, on my Amex card so I can get the points. So, but when I'm go, when I go to pay the Amex card, I use the money for the savings bucket for that, you know, for, cause I'm only currently using the Amex card for renovations. You know, but I like to put it there so I can see like you're getting dangerously close. You sure you want to buy that, you know, that sconce for four hundred dollars, girl, you tried it. Go ahead and Mm. get you that, you know, that because you want to because in my mind, I'm like, I still got to get my couch. I still so I'm I'm, it gives me a visual reminder of where am I in the scope of how close I am to reaching budget. So what I would say is like if you're a cash person, which I know like nobody is now, certainly you could put it out in cash and be very old school in the envelope or putting it in a specific bucket, like a savings bucket. So as you're spending, you can see the money go down. And if you're responsible enough, you can still use whatever card that you want, but then paying it literally that day. So that way you're like, I'm setting aside this amount of money to pay for things for the kids. And as the money goes down, I know I'm almost done. Like, did I get everything mm-hmm. I needed? Did I overdo it? Am I here? So that's one of the ways that I like to yeah. set aside. Another way, too, is that like literally being like Santa, you make a look, you list, you check it twice. You know, I'm a spreadsheet girl, so I like to list everyone I'm buying gifts for. I'll look online and I'm just like, who, what, what am I thinking? How much it's cost? And I have what the amount of money that I want to spend in total for the holiday season. And I, and I create the spreadsheet so it can literally do the math of like subtracting from what's left over. So now I'm juggling like, well, I'm not going to get Lisa this. I'll get her that because I want to get the kids this, but not that. So I can look at the math. So Mm. let's just say I'm setting aside, I don't know, $2,000 to spend for the holiday season. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get my sister some $500 boots because that's going to take up too much of the budget. And so I like to put it in a spreadsheet so I can see, and then I go online and I, it allows me to, to not be in store where I'm going to be hyper stimulated to buy all the things. I, I can look to see what things I can buy within that budget, you know, and put, I put the link in the spreadsheet too. So when I'm ready to be like, all right, let's sit down and buy these gifts. The link is there. I know how much 
it's everything is all right here for me to make decisions. And lastly, you know, whoever you like to buy, uh, buy things from, follow them on social media. Sometimes and often, not even sometimes, almost everyone will give, especially during the holiday season, um, sometimes they'll do like a, um, a um, social media only coupon code or savings link or whatever. And so once I kind of get clear of who I'm buying for, I'm the queen when I'm like, all right, I know what I'm getting. I know who I'm buying for. Now I'm like, but we're not paying. I'm my mother's child. We ain't paying full price. <laughs> so I mean, well, you I don't care if it's the Rakuten. Rakuten. Yeah, I call it like, yeah, it's Rakuten. Rakuten. But I always, Did yeah, you just I love calling Rakuten. <laughs> but me, Rakuten. So it's, it used to be Ebates, right? I know. So Why like, did they like, go backwards? So, but Rakuten, it's still amazing. It is. Girl, yeah. Rakuten is your best friend. Also, Capital One, I think, has one. Mm-hmm. So, like, I look at Rakuten to get cash back. And also, they have coupons. Um, like, I think Honey sometimes will still have coupons. Uh, I think it's one yeah. called Piggy Bank. But Rakuten doesn't even, it's not the coupons that I like. It's the cash it's, back. It's the cash back, yes. But it's mm-hmm. also, they will alert me. Because, for example, I have been furnishing this play area with, like, shelves and stuff. And mm-hmm. they found me the shelves for, like, 40 bucks less from a site that I normally wouldn't have shopped at. What was it? I forget. Mm. Anyway, I love my little Rakuten. You say I'm telling Rakuten. you, it's just, <laughs> it, so doing those things. And then lastly, there are mm. people on social media. I've never used coupons on Amazon before, but there's a lady mm. on social media that I follow that like, maybe like, like look up hashtag Amazon coupons where she will show. So like, for example, I love like um my Dyson, like um, vacuum cleaner. She had a coupon for the one that I bought full price. Or maybe I get I got it on Black you know Black Friday I think but so not fully full price but still she had a coupon for like fifty percent off that I was like this can't be real so I went to Amazon I put it in I was like wait what witchcraft is this so yeah so there are these I don't know how they find the coupons girl I don't know but she is sharing it freely so there are a bunch of people illegal. so what I would suggest Those coupons is like fell off the back of the internet <laughs> follow. <laughs> No, but they're real. You know, you put them into a rap, you know. (laughs) So I would just say that, like, especially during this time of year, look for creators that this is what they do. You know, like she's really awesome. She will just literally share a bunch of coupon codes for specific things. And I love it. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. And so, like, you know, um, I like to look for creators based on hashtags, you know, like they still work like hashtag Amazon coupon, hashtag whatever. So, yeah, creators that share, especially creators that share coupons who are in a similar space. So she if she's you want to like if you're a mom, a mommy couponer. If you're mm-hmm. renovating, a renovating kind of coupon. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're going to share things that are going to be relevant to you. So those are the ways that I would say save this um, uh, this holiday season. Like lean into those coupons, make your list, pre, pre, you have to pre-game like you how really the spending do. is going to go. You really do. Which when you don't, it becomes really easy. I mean, I had like four carts going yesterday in different, oh. I forgot which browser they were in. Cause like, I'm like, Oh, I like that brand. And they have mm-hmm. cute stuff there. And it almost, when you have kids, it almost feels like well, it's for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, well, it's like a victimless like, crime. <laughs> you can, you can, you can give me a box and I'll be out here playing with it. Like, yeah. Oh no, no. Rio. No, he has expensive taste. Oh, excuse me. Oh, he's one of them. Kids. He's turning four to, He's got opinions and he knows which toys are cheap and which ones <laughs> yes. are quality. The dollar store runs don't mm-hmm. hit no more. I remember the days the kids that Roman and Amelia was like, Enrique, we don't want to go to Target. They're like, we want to go to Target now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, 
And not just Target. Now it's CVS because they have toy cars. Yeah. Husband oh is trying to heal his inner child by only getting the, the, the creme de la creme oh my of cars and shit. Anyway. Yeah. But I will say my one thing that I am glad I did is I started a, I did a registry because that's mm. the only name for it. I did a Target registry for the boys so that I could choose what went on it because my family tries it every year. I love that. I'm Actually, like, you know what? That's really smart. Get... My sister usually does do like, um, Carol will do like a thing because I'm like, I don't want to guess because she yeah. has the kids pick out whatever and it's hilarious because it'll be like uh, you know like toys and it'll also be like socks lunch box <laughs> i'm like i feel like this is a mommy restaurant. she's like whatever girl just get whatever's yeah. on there and people avoid <laughs> the nice practical things <laughs> it's really annoying because <laughs> one would be like socks i didn't add that on here <laughs> she's like don't worry bobby's trying to get something done <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you could also do too. This is actually has been really helpful for um, purchasing um, furniture for the new place is that um, my designer, she will screenshot the furniture and then do a Google um, image lookup. Because all oh, these places yeah. Ooh, I all love Google Lens. The same. What? Uh -huh. When I tell you, yes. Manny, like I bought I a, a bathroom vanity and it was originally, I really loved it. Originally it was $2,300. No, no. It was more than that. It was like over $3,000. I'm like, I'm not paying that. And so we did a Google lookup and found it um, someplace else. Like, I don't know, Bed Bath Me. Someplace. I didn't even know they sold vanities. but allmodern.com. Yes, or, or whatever. We found sites. it for $1,500, half off. Okay. So the same vanity, really beautiful. And I was like, and so like, so it's just even searching for certain things. Don't be afraid to do a Google lookup to see. Because they're all ordering from the same like manufacturer and then they're putting based upon whatever their brand equity is, whatever their brand name is, putting mm -hmm. like slapping, you know, their like, well, it's from here. So it's more money. So that Google photo lookup yeah. is everything. Honestly, I love Google Lens. Nothing is safe now. I'll we'll figure out where you got everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, you guys can check out Made Whole. Get the book. It's on yes. sale yesterday. So you're late if you haven't gotten yes. it yet. <laughs> MadeWholeWorkbook.com. Congratulations, yep. Tiff. Thank you so Another much. Another bestseller in the making. Well, workbooks don't make the New York Times bestsellers list, but still. But you there's know. other bestsellers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a girl, York. please. It's a different TV. I don't care about all that now. Just go ahead and oh, get, okay. your, get your work on. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, we're going to get you on a New York Times bestseller, but I already got mine. Chop, I never get another one. They still have to call me. Don't make me bob it in my mouth. I can't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. One step at a time. <laughs> no, my editor said she liked it and I cried. So I let's know, do that talk more times, guys. I can't wait to read it. So. Aw. All right, well, let's take a quick break and we'll come right back for a little Thanksgiving booster break. Yes. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. 
Hey, hey, BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. And we're back and we're black to boost or break. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to boost or break up, boost up, break up, boost up, break up, boost. Are you going to boost? Is you going to break? What you going to do? What you going to take? Sidebar, the girlie said, we love when you sing on the show. I was like, I sing on the show? And I'm like, oh, that's why I do My nightmare is when you're gone and I have to sing. I'm like, you guys don't really want this for me, do you? Like, it is time to boost or break, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Do you want to go first or do you want to boost? you want to break? Yeah, I'll do first. So I wanted to boost. I actually thought of this because I'm 
trying to, we just talked about the holidays and how I'm finding myself very tempted to buy a lot for the kids. But mm-hmm. um, one of my neighbors put me on to this Facebook group called the Buy Nothing uh, and insert your town's name or your city's name. Mm. They're very specific to your city. And it's such a treasure trove. It's like, you know, uh, hundreds of people are in my, are, are in our buy nothing group on Facebook and you can post things. Like I just, I'm in the basement. So I posted some flooring that we never used. Someone's already scooped it up. And then mm. the thing that I was looking for, um, for, for Remy, um, I put an uh, in search of, and someone's like, yes, let me go to the basement. I'm going to look one up. So if you're, especially if you're someone with kids or you're, you know, even if you're like renovating or flipping something, the buy nothing groups on Facebook are mm. clutch because it's all about like the recycle economy and not having to buy brand new things. Even if you can afford nice things, why not just like, you know give give something to a um um a new home give it a new lease on life so buy nothing Ooh. on facebook go check them out Ooh, i'm like looking up now is it bad if you try to like you know buy nothing from a from a neighboring wealthy town well this is the thing they when i went to sign up because i wasn't a buy nothing for my city but then i went to check it and it was like oh we've just we've closed this group now there's a buy nothing for your town and when i when i they ask you questions like what's your cross street and (laughs) can you promise that you're not you don't you're in no other buy nothing groups we want to keep it all in this group so they don't want to see that you're in other buy nothing groups in different places to your point about like where the rich area codes are and stuff. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't okay. know. Well, it I'm probably depends. <laughs> if I'm able to see what town you live in. Ooh, let me just go ahead and under- cancel that request, child. Cause the town that I have, it on my, on my, you know, I'm about to, that is did racist. It, no, it's not racist. Did it I'm, say, I can see what town you live in? Yeah. I was like, I was like, it's like, we have to cancel requests because yeah. we're able to, if I'm not able to see what town you live in and you know, my town is on my thing. And I'm like, yeah, mm. I mean, I can understand though. Cause you can't be over here. Like you I haven't even stuff. given Newark a chance yet Tiff. go on now. <sighs> Stop. I love my city, but I don't know. About you haven't stuff. even given it a chance. Yeah. What do you think you're going to find? Sure. Now I want to know what is on the buy nothing in Newark. Go. Yeah, now I'm, I'm like, <laughs> buy nothing. I mean, I don't even know. You buy never nothing. know. Newark, you're right. I, I, I feel like, does even Newark, New Jersey have a buy nothing? Child. I'd be Let's surprised see. if it didn't. Buy nothing Newark. Okay. I mean, is this, though, though, oh, here's the thing, though. There's um multiple, because oh, there's, there's Newark, Newark Delaware. Delaware, responsible Newark. Um, buy nothing. Let me see. I wonder if this is the right to Newark. Um, I don't know. Buy nothing Newark. Okay, well, I have to Jersey look at Jersey City. Buy nothing yeah. downtown Jersey City. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're going to accept me. But anyway, Aww. I'm going to see because I like that idea, you know. Um, So yeah. my boost is super easy breezy because I'm like, I'm not going to do a break, child. It's right before the thanks of the giving. Yeah. Um, and so my boost is... I'm just so glad that I have been able to convince my very traditional African mama that it is okay to order all the Thanksgiving food so she doesn't have to be stressed out. Mm. You know, like, I love that for her. My mom is in my, hey, Sylvia, I know you don't listen because, girl, you wouldn't even know how. Uh, But (laughs) she is in her soft girl era, and I love that for her. Hmm. Like, she worked so hard for so long as a nurse, which was really, uh, like, a lot on your body. You're always on your feet. And then raising five girls, doing our hair, making sure we were cute, taking us to church. You know, not that my dad didn't participate, but, you know, moms end up being typically the primary, you know, uh, child rearer. Although my dad was really active, too. 
Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it fell on her, especially for all girls. And um, she did a lot of sacrificing. I mean, she literally didn't stop working nights until Lisa was in college because she wanted to be home during the day in case we needed her. And that mm-hmm. totally messed up her sleep pattern. You know, to this day, she has a hard time sleeping through the night because her body is like, no, girl, this one we work, you know. Mm. Um, And so I just think about all that. So when I was able to pay off the house for them, um, I'm on maybe like five, six years ago, I was able to do so, um, you know, and being able to send them money every month. I send my dad and mom like separate checks as per their request. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I was like, why don't I just do my mom was like, no, I want my send me a check separately. I'm like a check. You know what? I forget. So I said them separate checks. I mean, you know, but I love the fact that like that money is like, you know, the bills are already paid. So that money is just money for her to just enjoy and my dad to do whatever he wants to do with it. Um, Mm. And so it took her years of me sending her that money before she realized she could kind of spend it. Because, Mm. you know, you know, as a as a mom, Mandy, how much you just innately, like innately, you know, you're sacrificing. So she didn't yeah. even know when there was nobody to sacrifice for how not to squirrel it away. Cause she'd be like, I'm saving it. I'm like, for what sis? We're here now. She's like, like maybe this- you'll need it one day. I'll save it for yes, you. Yes, literally. She was saying literally. <laughs> I believe it. Yep. And I was like, oh mommy, no. She was like, yeah, but what if Lisa? I'm like, well then I will, we'll take care of that when it comes. Mm-hmm. Like this is supposed to be for you to just say, oh, I like that dress or you know what? I do want to get my nails done. It took her almost two years to get herself something nice. And now I don't unleash the beast because every yeah. time I turn around, you know how much this dress cost? It was expensive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, and I just love that. I was like, look at mommy in her soft girl era. She's just like, you know, I get my hair done. I buy my dresses. Everything mm-hmm. is okay. She's like, I just, I'm enjoying life. You know? <laughs> and, and finally the last frontier was Thanksgiving. Cause you know, that's stressful for the mamas, you know, for those mm-hmm. who cook. And so I remember it was maybe like um, the first time we got something made for Thanksgiving was maybe like three or four years ago. It was like, she was like, I really don't want to make the turkey this year. And so Vonda was doing her famous fried turkey. And so my friend Vonda, who did my, she did my, um, all my wedding anniversary, she did my wedding. She did my 40th birthday. Zavonda is a good friend who makes amazing food. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll see if someone makes turkeys. And Vonda did. So I picked up a turkey. And then the next year it was like, Okay, turkey and maybe some sides, but she's still largely cooked, my mom. And then mm-hmm. like last year, it was all Vonda. And so this year, my mom was like, so is that Vonda going to be making? I'm like, oh, look at mommy. She is ready. <laughs> and so I love that. So I call Vonda. She's yeah. making all the fixings. I also add in, in Nisha, who used to cook for me and Jarrell, um, because Nisha makes amazing turkey chops, which I don't really eat turkey, but like. What's I do a turkey eat chop? Think about pork chops, but I don't yeah. eat pork. And so, but like, so made in a pork chop fashion, but turkey, they, interesting. it's, when I tell you, man, it's so good. Because turkey, usually, I don't really like turkey, even on Thanksgiving. I find it to be kind of yeah. dry, even when it's done well. It's not really I an appetizing word. No, but turkey chop, Nisha's turkey chops, mm. gravy, the, ooh, slamming. <laughs> and her cornbread, Nisha's cornbread is top tier. Her cornbread is almost like butter cake. It is mm. so delicious. So I asked Nisha oh, if she could make cornbread, cornbread and turkey chops and then Vonda is going to make the rest of the thing. So, and literally I, everybody was texting today. It was like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? I'm like, it's already done. Just come. Mm. So I yeah. always have plates and cups and napkins. I just ordered those like um, food burner sterno things that you put underneath the, the you know, the pan to make it keep it warm. So I love the fact that everyone's just going to be able to come in, enjoy. There's no stress for me either 
because everything's here already. Um, it's the, the house is already very kid friendly, so the kids can play. They're very comfortable. So it'll be a really nice family laid back um, um, Thanksgiving. So I that is my boost that you know that um, we are all kind of like in this soft girl era, and that family traditions change, and that can be mm-hmm. positive too. And so you know, we wish that you. You listen to this on Wednesday, so we hope that you have how whatever you celebrate, even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, we can understand why some people might not. Certainly, mm-hmm. I'm not celebrate celebrating the colonization of this country, but I am celebrating the fact that I get to spend time with my family. And yeah, for you brings too. home a color your own pilgrim. I'm gonna have to sit him down and have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> Start him early. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my goodness! Call so me like, a little colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The oh blue colonizer. He has a robot for a face. Oh, let's talk about. <laughs> okay, anyway. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so we just hope that you have an awesome time with your family. And if you can't have an awesome time with your family for whatever reason, we hope that you find somebody or yeah. somebody's to like spend time with. And you know that if you so wish. So yeah. Well, I'm thankful for you, NBA fam, as yes. ever. Thank y'all so much for all the support, all the love, and for. It's always holding us down. Always. Another turkey day in the books. I know. Well, we'll see you on Friday, though. Please, don't play yourself. After Thanksgiving, you're going to be bored. Go don't ahead be, and listen to that it's episode. It's going to be Brown Friday. <laughs> <laughs> get it? I get it. Thank you. Okay, bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.